Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. Today's show is about how a bad appraisal can adversely affect your business. Appraisers determine the value of your property in the eyes of a lender. They can help the lender independently justify the loan to their loan committee and ultimately to the bank regulators. This independence prevents the kind of loan manipulation that unfortunately became far too commonplace in the 1970s and 1980s. The banks have the right to choose their appraiser independently, and the borrower is not to influence the appraisal process. There is significant incentive for the borrower to get a high number for their appraised value. The higher the number, then perhaps the more the bank may be willing to lend. If the appraised value is artificially high, then the bank ends up taking on far too much risk. Appraisers use three principal methods to value a property. The methods are number one, replacement cost, number two, multiples of net income, and number three, comparable sales. Generally speaking, the appraiser needs to apply their professional judgment on which of the three methods to give the greatest weight to. If the property is unique and there are no comparable sales, they may have to rely on one of the other methods. If the property has no income, then the income multiples method may not apply. If the property consists of vacant land, then construction costs won't apply, replacement costs won't apply. On today's show, we're going to focus on what to do when the appraiser for your lender gives a value that's far from what you believe to be the fair value of the property. There can be several reasons why the appraiser comes to a surprising conclusion. Back in 2014, the city of Philadelphia increased the height restriction for buildings in the RM1 zoning district from 35 to 38 feet. That meant it actually became possible to build a four-story building instead of three stories in the same zoning. And we just completed a brand new four-story building, and as you might guess, there were no other four-story buildings against which to compare. The appraiser had nothing to go against. In 2017, many cities started accepting carriage houses as legal accessory dwelling units. These separate buildings would be treated the same as an in-law suite located, say, in the basement of a house. Here, too, there were few, if any, examples in the market, and appraisers struggled with how to value them. They had no comps. None of the appraisers I spoke with were willing to blaze a trail and take the personal risk of setting price precedents in the market. In another case, an appraiser valued a parcel of land as if it was agricultural land, instead of valuing it with the improvements that had been approved by city council. It happens sometimes that you do get a bad appraisal. first happened to me back in 2012. The result was that instead of a refinance taking three months, it ultimately took me nine months and three separate lenders to complete the transactions. Bad appraisals were at the root of the issue in each dead-end loan application. So what can you do to prevent a bad appraisal? As a property owner, you don't get the opportunity to direct the appraiser. They have to do their work independently. However, I believe it's perfectly fair to show the lender your analysis at the start of the project to show the lender you've done your homework and that you have a good understanding of the market. Include all the relevant data in your executive summary that forms part of your loan request. Not all real estate transactions are advertised on the MLS. Private sales, which are transacted outside of the public eye, are no less real. They too should be counted when considering the landscape of transactions considered in the market analysis. You can include all of those off-market transactions you might be aware of that the appraiser is unlikely to find because they're not advertised. The impact of a bad appraisal can be significant. It can create delays. It can put the borrower in a situation of having to seek an emergency extension of a loan while they complete a refinance. It happened to me back in 2012 and 2013. Sometimes 
a lender chooses an appraiser for reasons that are difficult to understand from our perspective. I've seen appraisers who specialize in residential underwriting valuing a property on a commercial loan. It didn't make much sense to me. But at least if your loan request document clearly spells out your analysis to the lender, it might put at least a moral obligation on the part of the appraiser to look at the comparable data that you are seeing in the market. They may choose their own data set to work from, and they have the complete right to do so. But at least they'll have considered your data, and the chances are better you'll get a fair, accurate, and representative appraisal. This is an area where you need to exercise care. You don't want to be seen as interfering with the appraisal process. At the same time, I believe you can show the lender how you arrived at your analysis of the market and the justification for your project. As you're thinking about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.